Open your Bibles to Psalm 119. Don't forget all Wednesday night activities are back on this week. We're bringing in a special guest speaker for the uh, Wednesday night Bible study, Aiden Kennedy. So you get to hear Aiden on Wednesday night. So what we're looking at, Psalm 119, 105, we started with this morning, and we titled it Light in the New Year, and so tonight is Light in the New Year, Part 2. We made it through verse 108, so let's start in verse 105 and read the whole uh, section. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn, and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments, I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Accept, I beseech thee, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, or the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. Isn't it amazing how these verses apply to a new year? I'm so thankful that I was able to look at this for this year because I need it myself, especially this week, heading into my study week. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I need more Bible this year. I've sworn I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. My goal is to be a righteous man this year. Then verse 107, I'm afflicted very much when I choose God's word and I choose to be righteous. Affliction will come, but God will quicken me according to his word. And then accept, I beseech thee, the freewill offerings of my mouth. I need to pray more. And not out of duty, but out of love. Free will offerings unto the Lord of prayer so that the Lord can teach me his judgments. Now, this is new, verse 109. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. Isn't that a strange statement? My soul is continually in my hand. What does that mean? Well, David was a warrior. So it was a combination of two things. He had people that were trying to kill him all the time. He's hiding in caves. And then on top of that, he is a warrior in battle. And man, when I, so uh, we watched over the, the Christmas holiday, we were watching the Lord of the Rings movies. And I was thinking about going into battle like they do. And I would be like, you remember you're on Foghorn Leghorn? Mother. That would be me in that setting. I, I just can't imagine what it would be like to have tens of thousands of orcs coming at me. I just can't imagine. Well, or David. You know, Saul has killed his thousands. David is tens of thousands. That kind of warrior. Imagine that's your life. And the people expect the king to be at the front of the battle. That's David. His soul was always in his hand. His soul was always in his hand. Now, I don't know about you all. How many of you are thankful that... You don't think you're going to get killed every day when you walk out of the house. And yet, when trouble comes, that's when we can make bad decisions. So notice what David said. He said, my soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. Uh, I've got some great statements by Spurgeon here on this verse. They say that in all things, I'm sorry, they say that all things are fair in love and war. But the holy man thought not so. While he carried his life in his hand, he also carried the law in his heart. Isn't that good? See, he knew that in times of trouble, in times of, in, of intense anxiety and stress, that we can make excuses for sin. 
And so he's saying in this text that he is not going to do this. No danger of body should make us endanger our souls by forgetting that which is right. Now, here's the good news. If you sin as a believer, that doesn't endanger your soul. Praise God. David, it would. They didn't have the indwelling Holy Spirit. We do. Praise God for that. Then trouble makes many men forget his duty. And it would have had the same effect upon the psalmist if he had not obtained the quickening from verse 107. He had life from God. So for us, we can make excuses because the world, people in the world make bad decisions or they respond in a worldly way. Here's, here's how, what we do. Someone's talking to you, you're here, you hear them, and they're talking about a confrontation or something that's going on in their life. And here's what we want to say. Well, I'll tell you what I'd tell them. I'll tell you what I would do. You know, what we got to do is stop right there. Whatever God wants me to say. Whatever the word of God guides me. Whatever, according to verse 109, whatever the law, God's law, tells me that I should say. In his memory of the Lord's law lay his safety. I love this statement. This again is from Spurgeon. It is a special proof of grace when nothing can drive truth out of our thoughts or holiness out of our lives. If we remember the law, even when death stares us in the face, we may be well assured that the Lord is remembering us. You know, I don't know about you all, but with kind of the, the work that I do, reading church history and about martyrs and all of that, you know, sometimes we might say, well, I would never deny Christ. Or, well, I don't know if, if somebody's sawing my fingers off. I don't know that I could stand. If they're lighting the fire around me, I, I don't know. If they're torturing my family, I don't know. But do you know what I do believe? I believe that in those moments... God gives special grace. I really do. Now, how many of you hope you never have to experience that special grace? But I do believe that if that moment comes, that God's grace will be available to us. But boy, the, when it's staring us in the face, we may be well assured that the Lord is remembering us so that we can remember Him. Now, notice what it says in verse 10. The wicked have laid a snare for me, Yet I erred not from thy precepts. Spurgeon pointed out something that I thought was so interesting. What do you use a snare for primarily? Little animals. Vermin. So listen to what, listen to what he said. Spiritual life is the scene of constant danger. The believer lives, his life, lives with his life in his hand. And meanwhile, all seem plotting to take it from him by cunning if they cannot by violence. Wicked men are quite indifferent as to the manner in which they can destroy the good man. Let me read that again. Wicked men are quite indifferent as to the manner in which they can destroy the good man. They think no more of him than if he were a, a rabbit or a cat. That's how the world thinks about us. And as far as those snares, young people, I want you to think about something. When I was in Bible college, I worked at Circuit City selling appliances. And um, a guy that I knew was kind of a wicked guy, he handed me this magazine. It was just a Sports Illustrated. He said, hey, check this out. And the Holy Spirit helped me. There's no doubt in my mind the Holy Spirit helped me with this. So I took it, and I said, before I opened it, this guy's name was Tim. I said, Tim, is there something in here that I shouldn't look at? 
And there were other people watching. And he said, well, yeah. He had taken some kind of pornography and put it inside of this magazine to embarrass the young preacher. How good is God? See, what had he done? He had laid a snare for me. He had laid a snare for me. Now, honestly, I was 30 years old. That, I don't believe that was going to make me stumble, but it certainly would have given them something to laugh at and mock me for. And I would have had something in my mind that didn't need to be there. That's something that I often told Jacob when he was young, especially when he first got his phone. You know, God gave him a great memory. Where is Jacob? Where's he at? Here somewhere. Oh, he's back in the sound booth. Um, wake up. He, uh, God's given him a good memory. And that's something that as a, as a young man, probably 12, I told him. Remember, once that gets in your mind, it's never gone. It's never gone. And the wicked, they lay snares for you, whether it's on your phone or you'll get an email. It's, it's interesting. If someone thinks I need a Russian bride. Any of you get those emails? It, it, it's, I don't. I don't. One, Oklahoma bride is enough. But that, that, what is that? I don't know. I've never opened one. But the, the, the idea is just there are snares everywhere for the believer. Now, praise God, I, I doubt anybody's going to try and kill you in this life. You never know. You're married. But other than that, I doubt someone's going to try and kill us in this life. Um, but boy, does Satan want us to fall. Does he want to destroy our testimony and our faith? Listen to this. Cunning and treachery are always the, always the allies of malice. And everything like a generous or chivalrous feeling is unknown among the graceless who treat the godly as if they were vermin to be exterminated. Now listen. I, I, I guess I've known that this time was coming. But what about all of these liberals that believe that we who supported the president needed to be rounded up and executed. You know they're saying those things? They're saying those things. There's a, 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 the governor in uh, New Mexico fined two churches because they had Christmas Eve services, $10,000. And they're calling the pastors pro-COVID because they had church services. Now, you can fly on an airplane this far from somebody, but you can't go to church. Folks, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely, they hate us and they think of us as vermin. There's a reporter that uh, he had a brother-in-law die. And so he's been tweeting out that he thinks anybody who's anti, he said, I would love to, to find an anti-mask person and kill them. That's what, he, that's what he tweeted out. That's the world that we're living in now. That's, those are the attitudes that are being generated. The world is going to set a snare for us. How are we going to respond to it? Look at what it says in verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 110. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. What are the precepts? What you're saying to people about the word of God. Man, when somebody sets a snare for me, quoting scripture is not what happens. Y'all with me? But it ought to be. How's that for a good resolution? for 2021, that when I get into a conflict, I respond with Scripture. Boy, what a goal that would be. 
That when I have a confrontation, when I have an interaction that is, that is confrontational or aggressive, that my reaction is not fleshly, my reaction is Scripture. Boy, what a great goal that would be. Um, look with me at verse 111. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage for how long? Let's say that again. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage for how long? For they are the rejoicing of my heart. My goodness, what a great resolution for 2021. That God's testimonies, what God has said about people, about truth, what others in the Bible have testified about God, that that is my heritage forever. You know, all of us have a heritage. Some of you come from a godly home. Some of you didn't come from a godly home. Some of you are creating a godly home. I love that statement. You might not have come from a godly home, but your children can. What a blessing that is. And if I choose this for my heritage, if I choose this, uh, I, I said that I'm going to be, that we're going to be grandparents. Andy corrected me. We already are. Amen. The baby's just got a little journey to make before we get to see boy or girl. Somebody will ask you, I promise, somebody's going to ask us, what, what do you want to have? And I usually say, a baby. I haven't warned Lydia yet to be prepared because one out of five babies born are Chinese. So she just needs to be ready for that because you never know. You know what, do you know what I, you know what I want for that child? A godly heritage. I want the testimonies of the word of God to be that baby's heritage. Praise God for that. Um, look at the next verse. Or the, the, I'm sorry, the end of verse 111. For they are the rejoicing of my heart. God's testimonies are the rejoicing of my heart. Honestly, do you know what I need in 2021? I need a new heart. I, I need God to change the desires of my heart. I need God to help me with the things that I rejoice over. You know... Uh, so going into the game on, what day was it, Friday? Was it the game Friday? Ohio State game? Um, I had no faith. I don't know about you guys, but I thought Clemson had our number. I was a, I was a terrible fan. Was that game fun? My, I like what, the, what the, uh, the broadcaster said at the end. Ohio State took him behind the woodshed and made him say, Uncle. That was so much fun. Can I tell you what that did? That rejoiced my heart. Now, no one tell me. The Bears are playing the Packers. I have no faith, okay, in my Bears. But uh, let me tell you, if they win, that's going to rejoice my heart. I'm, I'm, nobody tell me. I know some of you are watching it instead of listening to me preach right now. Wade, put your phone down. Man, if they win, that rejoices my heart. Do you know what should rejoice my heart way more? David's testimony about what God did for him when people set snares for him. That needs to rejoice my heart. And so for 2021, one of my desires is for God to make me love his word more. Wrong way. Help me love his word more. A wrong word. Um, now, look at verse 112. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. Now, how many of you want to serve God until the end of your life? Amen. How about we try until the end of 2021? 
Let's, 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 take this, let's take this in bite sizes. I love this right here. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes. Inclined my heart. You know, in Proverbs, it talks a lot about inclining your ear, and that's you know, making sure that you can hear. You're bowing down to hear, making sure that you can. Here, it's inclining my heart. What did I just say that I want for 2021? I want a new heart. How do I do that? By God helping me to incline my heart, to, to change the direction of my heart to his statutes. What are those statutes? Those are those things chiseled in stone. Those are those things that God has determined that will make my life better if I align my life with those statutes. So for 2021, I need to incline my heart to those statutes. And then always, even unto the end. You know what my desire is? I want to serve God for 2021. I want the word of God to be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I want to walk according to God's word. I'm going to swear to to serve him and to be righteous. I I want that. But when the affliction comes, I want God to quicken me according to his word. I want to open my mouth and offer God free will offerings to the Lord. I want to pray more, not out of obligation, but out of free will. And then my soul is continually in my hand. Man, I'm thankful that my life, I'm not worried that someone's going to kill me. And yet I want to respond properly to adversity. I want to make sure that I, uh, the way that the psalmist says it, that I don't forget his law. Verse 110, the wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. No matter what conflict I get in, I want to be speaking the word of God. No matter what trouble comes, I want to speak the word of God. And then, thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever. Man, I want the testimony of the word of God to be my heritage. Uh, I, I don't want my kids to say, you know, in, in Zechariah, if you remember, there's the text, be not as your father's. My friend John Moore, who helped us with the building, he calls his father the Antichrist. His father was a pastor. He was written up in books. He had one of the the ten fastest-growing churches in the United States, an independent Baptist church. And John found 27 women his father had had affairs with and four that he had forced. He calls him the Antichrist. Now, praise God, John's still serving God. Isn't that good? And yet, I don't want that to be what my children... Call me. I, I wanted them to have a righteous heritage. I want the testimonies of the testimony of the altar family to be the, like the testimonies of those in the scriptures. Boy, that's my that's my goal. That's my desire. They need to be the rejoicing of my heart. And then I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes alway, even unto the end. Man, my goal is to the end of my life, and Lord willing, we live past 2021 if the Lord doesn't return. But let's try to be righteous until the end of 2021. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand together. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to study it. And Father, I pray that we can be these things in 2021 through your power, through your strength, through your help. Lord, I love it that that you planned this passage that I didn't, but that it's perfect for today. Father, make us like you. In Jesus' name, amen.